Welcome to The Odds Pod. I'm Dave Hendrick. And I'm Ben Hennessy. And we're the team behind the Scout Comics title, The Odds. A tale of post-apocalyptic hardship, horror, and the tiniest wafer-tin sliver of hope. Oh, and there's a ton of monsters, cannibals, and at least one talk show host. Each week, we'll invite a new guest on to share their favourite or least favourite apocalypse stories with us, be it the untimely cancellation of a favourite comic book series, the relegation of a rival football team, or, you know, the actual bubonic plague. We want to go deep on Doomsdays, cosy up the cataclysms and throw an arm around Armageddon's. So, why are you hearing from us? Well, we have a lot to say about all things end of the world. With our new series, The Odds, which will be out next year, we tell the story of, I suppose, how the world ends. A really happy story. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's really like, good for the whole family, you know. Um, gather around, read a story to the young younglings and uh, give them nightmares for the rest of their life. So the point of the podcast is, you know, we're, we're going to share our favourite apocalypse story with all of you, um, with, with the comic book. And uh, we wanted to hear from people that we know in the, in the comic book business and beyond as to what their favourite apocalypses are. So, you know, it's something I think it's that's timely. We've all been living through an actual apocalypse the last few years. Possibly about to live through another one, depending well, on what happens. Fingers yeah. crossed. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, we, you know, we just just grabbed that zeitgeist and we 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 started talking. And as the conversations developed, we realised that there there's a theme out there. People are thinking about these things. So we thought we'd get some really interesting people in to uh, uh, talk to them about where they see things going and uh, what their favourite apocalypse stories are. So we've had everything from sleep as an apocalypse, as a, as yeah, a metaphor for very apocalypse. Very different apocalypse situations. Like I kind of thought we'd be falling on the, 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 the regulars of, of zombies and, you know, fallouts and all this kind of stuff. But yeah. what we've actually gotten is something, some of them are quite prolific. Some are very different. Some of them are really scientific. Yeah. Um, so a real array of, of, of vastly different situations. And who knew, you know, comic book artists and, and, and writers would have such a, a deep understanding of, you know, entropy and how things end. Who would have thought all this time locked up away, not talking to anybody, working hard, that they actually, when they get out, all they can do is talk. <laughs> yeah, well, they, well, yeah, this is true. And, you know, and they're I, good at it. They're I don't know how close you are to, the, to um, you know, comic book creatives or, or the industry, but yeah. There, there is, there is a sense that uh, sometimes daylight doesn't feature too much in their lives because they're working far too hard. It's, it's probably something that everybody, to a certain extent, has experienced over the last couple of years as well. Oh, with, definitely. You know, hybrid working, working from home, etc. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, and and as you know, certainly here in Dublin, we've been we've been kind of emerging from from our our, our hideaways um, over the last few months. It's been it's been great to get out and actually you know do do the conversations face to face and you know talk to people in person. You know, maybe at a distance, but in yeah, person, sometimes still over Zoom. You know, so that's, yeah, that that uh, COVID classic that's hanging around. But uh, it is nice to actually get out and see people in real life, kind of like what we're doing today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We're in this amazing studio in in. Uh, an undisclosed location, not far from um, uh, the Odds HQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, and look, we, we've been working hard on these episodes. So um, the, season one is pretty much in the can. Pretty much. Um, we've got a, a, a pro in our producer, Adrian Carty, um, who's been uh, putting it all together for us. And uh, big it's been, thanks, Ado. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been it's been a fantastic a fantastic journey so far. And you know we're looking at we're looking at season two now, and uh, we'll have have some uh, some incredible guests on the way. 
Absolutely. And some really nice takes on, on something that I really didn't think would be as interesting or as comical as, um, <laughs> as, as I thought the end of the world could really be, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, like we have had some almost spoof-esque shows here that is actually based on a real life system of how to tackle end days. Yeah, 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 yeah for um, real. Yeah. It's it's something like Leslie Nielsen wrote uh, the government procedure on, on some of the stuff. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Um, <laughs> that was Alejandro or Bono's episode, which yeah. was just like, I mean, man, when it, when it comes out, check it out. If you're at all, you know, conspiracy minded or, you know, if you're a fan of political comedy, I mean, you know, the truth is always stranger than fiction. And man, the truth about that story is just so un- strange. Unreal, man. It's unreal. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so keep keep an eye out for that one, um, and then we've got you know um, Ireland's own you know mayor of comic books, Will Sliney. Sure do live from yeah. from uh, from his uh, his lighthouse um, hideaway in Ballycotton in Cork. Yeah, he's safe for the apocalypse out there, isn't he? I think he's pretty yeah. safe from everything yeah. these days. I mean, you know, he's got an <laughs> army of people looking after him as as, as it is. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a superstar. Um, Another one with a non comic book esque end of the world, and with a very different like. Sci- maybe sci-fi but kind of scientific take on uh, a scientific theory on what could be the end of the world yeah yeah, yeah. I mean he went deep he did he went yeah. deep and he surprised us with it gonna be honest caught me off guard until I think you said mid podcast it's kind of like Galactus Ben yeah. <laughs> well, and then yeah. I was on board I got it yeah. yeah there's a Marvel metaphor for everything really isn't there <laughs> there is at this stage yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. for real man yeah. yeah they kind of cater for everyone every genre you name it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so Ben uh, one thing you know I mean we, we, we have produced our, our favourite apocalypse story or are in the process of producing our favourite apocalypse story um, but one thing we, we never get to talk about on the podcast is you know what are our individual favourite apocalypses yeah, the ones that know? got us started on this yeah, the ones yeah. that got us thinking about about the end of it all, you know. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I you know, I, I I know what mine is, but but what's yours? Lo- well, mine is funnily enough, after saying how unstereotypical the podcast has been, mine is very stereotypical. It's it's the Romero zombie apocalypse. Oh, nice. Know? Okay, yeah. seeing Barbara and all the lads hang yeah. up in the house trying to avoid the the slow oncoming dead. Yeah. Is uh, is where it started for me. So you're going with a classic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like uh, I had dreams where um, I did another comic book called Carrie and Rufus years ago. You were yeah, yeah, it. yeah. And I had dreams of having my lead Carrie interact with Barbara. You know, they they gotcha. meet up somewhere along the way. Yeah. And, you know, they'd save the world together. This they kind of vibe stuff. pretty well together. I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually modeled Carrie on her jacket yeah. or something at one point. I remember seeing a picture of it. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm going to take that. It'd be so in- I took it. interesting dropping Rufus into that world. He was a fox. Yeah. yeah, a talking yeah. fox. A talking yeah. fox. So I wonder how that would fit in with Barbara. Or yeah, you know, if you've got zombies, you can have talking foxes, you know? Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. You probably could. Or would that be a step too far? Is that where you draw the line of disbelief, you know? Zombies, yeah, I'm in. And then talking fox. Mm. Yeah. Didn't work for Lars von Trier and what was that, Antichrist with the talking fox? That was a, yeah. that was a moment. That was yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's not bring that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I think, you know... Yeah, I think there there is a conversation to be had around where do you draw the line? Where is the suspension of disbelief with these things, you know? And it changes because I remember, like, I'm a big zombie fan. I love zombies. Yeah. Can't get enough of them. I'll take them in any even, form or Even fashion. Snyder zombies? Even Snyder. I'll take them. Yeah, mm. I did enjoy that. Well, were they zombies? They could have been robots. I don't know. You know? Yeah. I've heard the theories. Yeah. Um, But, like, I remember it was just such a scary concept that this thing would show up when you least expect it with mm. such a fast moment of surprise and a bite and the game's over for you even yeah. though they're moving so slowly. Yeah. And that was a zombie I grew up loving. Yeah. And then I remember watching 28 Days Later. Oh yeah. 
and I didn't cop on that the zombies are running. Those and they run very quickly into the horrible film. Horrible zombies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was only when they were trying to change a tire yeah. in the tunnel. And I remember seeing the shadows of the zombies in Castle Against the Wall. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, they're running. Yeah. They're running zombies. Yeah. How do you, how do you beat that? Yeah. You know, and it, it hasn't gone away. Uh, every kind of zombie since has just been a, a facet of... And where are you on the, on the, uh, the floral, cauliflower-headed... Bad guys from The Last of Us. I'm into that too. I yeah. think that's great. Yeah, I think like... What do they call it? Clickers? Clickers? Clickers, yeah. There's, yeah. A whole, there's a whole set of them. Yeah. 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 And I know it's scary. Yeah. Uh, it sets off, uh, like, you know... That's me. what I call my dog. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to go nuts when the uh, TV when the show starts. starts. <laughs> oh, I like, can't what? wait Where? for that. What? It looks very close to the game as well. It does look good, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks yeah, really good. It looks pretty uh, tasty. Really well cast. Yeah. Uh, it looks as like if honoured a lot of the, the things yeah. in the game that were very good. Yeah. I, I can't wait for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the moral arc of that that game, though, man, and then the sequel. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sequel was something else. Yeah, um, wasn't expecting it to go that way. Nice in the ribs. All. Yeah. Ooh, very quickly. Yeah, very um, quickly. But uh, stellar stuff. Like, and I'm uh, really bad at playing video games, right? I'm terrible. It takes me years to finish a video. I just finished Spider Man. Like it takes me years to finish a video game. It's hard to find the time, man. It is hard to find yeah. the time, and I've two, you know, two sons who um, won't let me have the controllers because you know? <laughs> um, they're too busy playing whatever's new and finishing that in in a week. And they're the boss. They're the boss. Yeah, yeah. But um, with the Last of Us too, when I was playing that, and you get to that part, yeah, you know, we won't get into it because spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. But you know, it would be a spoiler to me because it took me two years or something to get there. But but this is the thing. I got to that part, and I was like. Oh man, how how long have I been playing? Because this is such a huge event in, in yeah. the game. I was like, I mean, these things never usually happen to me for at least six months. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm still in the practice level. I'm, you know, I'm still calibrating my rifle. I'm still, you know. But I felt like that. I felt like it was going to be a short game. It yeah. ended up being one of the longest games ever. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, like, great take on the zombie concept. What, like, and it comes up again and again. You kind of see it in other shows that maybe aren't for. Like they're for kids as well, like yeah. not just for adults, and uh, they tackle the zombie concept in a way that isn't flesh-eating monsters. You know, yeah. I'm not a massive Doctor Who fan, so I can't I can't tell you much about mm. it. But I remember seeing one concept where they had um, people dressed like uh, stormtroopers, but they were wearing gas masks. Okay, and uh, the zombie virus would pass on, and then that person would look like stormtrooper. Oh trooper. yeah, no, I didn't like, remember that. That was, was like pretty a creepy. Two kind of vibe. Something like that, yeah. It was uh, like you know another kind of zombie concept. How do you how do you turn this mm. into something that is digestible for kids as yeah. well? You know, but also terrifying. Also terrifying. Doctor yeah. Who does the scary. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, I think probably because it seems like such a show that's not scary. So when it does yeah. scary, it lands. Yeah, it's you know? tea time. Yeah, you know? yeah tea yeah. time on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, you know? Crumpets. Yeah. Doctor Who horror. Yeah. Shaking yeah. the tea all over the place. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, those angels. Yeah. What a, what a great idea based on a game. Was it? On Granny's footsteps. Know that game? Okay, I don't want to play Did that, you hear game. that game. No, yeah, even the no. name of it is creepy. Yeah, the whole no. idea is that someone will be turned around, they'd count to ten or something. Right. Kind of like what's the time, Mrs. Wolf. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and if you they try turn and around, they catch you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if they see you, then they, walk, then they yeah, then they catch you. You're it. You have Murder to go and catch someone else. Yeah. 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 Good concept. Yeah. You know? Don't want me. That goes great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But what's your favorite moment? What's your favorite apocalypse? So my favorite apocalypse like it, it so you know I, I think we have to go back to why I'm in comics what got me at the start of it all when I was a kid so you know bouncing around uh, South County Dublin in the 80s you know I wasn't I wasn't a football kid I wasn't a, a skateboard kid um, I wasn't I wasn't really particularly kind of any kind of kid you know I was just kind of there you know feed me I was happy and uh, 
then all of a sudden Transformers hit, you oh, know, yeah. and that spun me around, man. That was like, oh, this is a thing. This is a universe. I like this. I like cars. I like robots. I like I like guns. I like, yeah, what's going on here? And, yeah, and there's then, a lot to like. And then the the whole backstory from Marvel with the um uh you know the 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 destruction of Cybertron and them mm. having a kind of leg it, you know that was just like wow. Like that was my first kind of introduction to a, to a dead world to you know a, an actual apocalypse. And know? did that feed you into writing? your own Transformer stories or your own Apocalypse stories or did that give you the writing bug straight away? No, I think mainly it it, 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 it pushed me into pushing my parents to go to like grocery stores and buy me all the Transformers, <laughs> you know, as, as often as possible. Uh, oh man, they were so it was a kind of an apocalyptic event the for them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, it, it was the apocalypse. Their wallet. Um, but uh, but you know, myself, my, my two brothers, my sister, we were all just you know, ask any any of us. We can we can name every transformer in the book. Like it's it's you know it's it's nuts. And was it a family event? Like you all kind of hit this around the same time, so you were all watching this, reading this at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. so you know it was. Um, I think it was like a weekday morning cartoon. It wasn't mm. a Saturday morning cartoon here at the start. So there was like these, um, and they do this thing, this really cruel thing where they chop the show. So like your your nineteen minute show up into three tranches of oh, like yeah. six minutes. So you'd have to watch. The whole of whatever it was, the Wide Awake Club on ITV or something, um, to see a full episode of Transformers, you know, that and they have like these bits in between. So yeah. I don't want to watch some kid breaking a record. Just show me the robots, yeah. you know. And then you had parallel continuities with, you know, you had the the cartoon show continuity, which was pretty much you know sell toys to, to mm-hmm. kids, and then you had the comic book continuity. And you had two continuities in that because you had the US comic book and you had Marvel UK's comic book. Marvel UK's comic book always been a bit deeper, you know. Um, the a bit dirtier, a bit grittier. The original, the original stories, you know, drew on concepts, you know, medieval stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, you know, stuff that didn't really come into play in the Transformers universe until kind of now with IDW and things like that. So, like, it was, it, it was quite cool, and and um, and of course that came from a tradition of um, you know, writers and artists who'd grown up on things like 2000 AD, yeah which was all apocalypse all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I was just a bit too young for that back, back then, so so I picked up Transformers, you know? This idea of a dead world that looms in the background of this story all the time, that these guys purport to be heroes and, and villains, but like, the you know, you're always told through the, through the human in the story relating to the heroic Autobots or whatever, these guys were responsible for the death of that planet. Yeah, you know, yeah, their yeah. war brought it down. And, 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 you know, years later, you're looking at it going, the hell it's like, like, yeah. you know, it's like, like how, and then they brought their war here you know so that got me thinking <laughs> you know all the time about you know uh, what way would you frame those kind of stories and 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 you know i, I know i'm going really deep on a on a, on a toy no, this, commercial this is it though but you know it, it it does get you thinking you know and then you try and look at apocalypse stories from different angles or just drama from different angles you know and i think that's when the writing bug kind of kind of started and i kind of started looking at you know Subverting those kind of kind of tropes and what you could what do with that kind of storyline and yeah, absolutely. Do you ever think it was kind of mean that the the Autobots and all came over here with these big, massive, giant steel robot warriors and decided to have their war with a lot of, yeah, kind of soft, mean. fleshy people who yeah. break easily, yeah, you know? yeah. just get stood on, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Oops, sorry, Sam Wiki, not, not Sam Wiki, yeah, it's not particularly, not particularly fair, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that that's what got me thinking, and then. Um, a couple of years later, Marvel Superhero Secret Wars hit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they invented a world to destroy it yeah. in that. 
you know, um, another another toy commercial, you know. Yeah. So I was I was a sucker for the for the action figures, and um, you have this character called a Beyonder, yeah, pulling a world together and sticking every villain and every hero yeah. on it to fight to the death. Really, yeah, big Royal Rumble. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, big a battle Royal royale, Rumble. I guess. Yeah. Where, um, yeah. My my first turn into the battle royale was one of the. I was watching the Spider-Man, the 90s Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. and uh, With the Aerosmith um, yes. team tune. Oh, yeah. It's classic. Yeah. And, uh, but he had a load of different Spider-Men. Oh, that was towards the end. The initial Spider-Verse, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was a great concept as yeah. well. Because we got to see all these guys fight each other and then see why one Peter Parker was better than the yeah. others or worse or whatever. And yeah. it was uh, yeah, really interesting stuff. You know, you know? I, I get, I, I, I subscribe to um, the current Amazing Spider-Man comic. Mm. Or the two, well, there's, Amazing Spider-Man with Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr. mostly. And then you've got um, Dan Slott's new one, Spider-Man, unadjectiveless or adjectiveless Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah, it's like the old McFarlane one. Um, and Mark Bagley. And... Um, a hero. Oh, geniuses. Two yeah. heroes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely geniuses. Um, but it's... Sorry, four heroes. Four heroes. All those guys yeah. are great. Yeah, yeah. 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 good with Kent. I love all those guys. Yeah. Um, and... You, you know, when I read those those books, like since the nineties, it's that voice. Yeah, it's the voice from the cartoon show. You know, I oh. hear when I read Peter's dialogue or monologues or in, internal stuff, it's that voice. Yeah, you same, know? same. Yeah, and Kevin Conroy will always be Batman. And Kevin Conroy will always yeah. be Batman. It's, yeah, like on the, since we're talking apocalypses, I remember like the first, the very first, like real comic book I got outside of you know bridging away from the Sonic to comic. Uh, yeah, comic. and the Beanos and Dandies and yeah. stuff. When I got my first comic book, I got I got Wolverine Unleashed and Astonishing Spider-Man. Both are kind of a collector's edition yeah, stuff yeah. they put out every month. And I used to get them in a local book centre in Wexford. Yeah. And um, like the very first Spider-Man I got was was a Clone Saga one where Spider-Man also bumped into two different Spider-Men. You know? Okay. And they all thought they were the same As Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. So immediately kind of given this kind of like a world-shattering idea that, uh, you know, Outside of a physical world blowing up, there's mm. a personal world that can implode and you don't know who you are. And uh, I know the clones like it wasn't for everybody, but it was a big one for me, the yeah. start for me. Uh, yeah. I think that's where, where our age gap shows, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because anybody I know who's around your age, it's all Ben Riley and the clown yeah. saga and that little jacket, you know? And uh, for me, I'm like, oh no, man. I, you know, it's like, why did they do that? And... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I get it, you know, and he's still, he's still zipping around New York, I think, I think um, in one of the more recent issues of Spider-Man, Peter mentions him. Um, oh, ben Riley's had a hard time. And feels yeah. guilty about kind of leaving him, leaving him behind, you know. Um, but speaking of that kind of personal apocalypse angle, mm. like, I don't know if you're reading the Zeb Wells stuff, but every issue, something what terrible, happened? but yeah. something terrible happens every issue yeah. to Peter. And then you've got, you know, this thing that happened that's looming in the background yeah. where Peter was a prick. I don't yeah. know what happened, but like they're not telling us and it's slowly being unwrapped as to as to what's going on, you know. It's one of the first times I can remember that people are giving up on, on Peter Parker, lovable, nice Peter Parker. It's, it's an interesting take on a, a very well-established character who people always had time for and always yeah, wanted yeah. to help out and now people are kind of done with him. 
So the Clown Saga, you know, that was, you know, um, uh, a huge apocalypse for, for Spidey. And then you've got this thing going on at the moment. So um, I know this isn't a spider cast, guys, but, you know, check it out if you can. It's, it, it, it's, it's a really new take on a character that's been around for 60 years and I didn't think they could do a new take on it. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It's, it's really disgusting almost how he's treating people who've been so nice to him. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. hanging out with the worst people in the world. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, our podcast, our, our book. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, we've got, we obviously we've got Will Sliney on there who is uh, a Spider alum yeah. Um. Uh, who, who worked on 2099. Uh, we've got Alejandro Arbona, you know, a uh, freelance editor at large uh, and, and and a writer in, the, in his own right as well. We have, well, I don't want to spoil who we have coming up first or anything, but we have a set of brothers from the comic industry who gave us a great take on Apocalypse. Yeah, you're going to want to, yeah. you're going to want to check that one out. And, you know, just to, just to hype it a little more, you know, they are responsible for what's Probably one of the more ex- or one of the most exciting publishing ventures out there at the moment. Absolutely, yeah. yeah they've, got a, they've got a lot of stuff. They have a kind of a, a big grasp on the fantasy genre at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's there's a lot of metal running, running through it their sure stuff. Sure is, you know? sure is. We um, should probably talk a little bit about, I don't think we've actually said that you're the writer and I'm the artist so far, have we? Oh, cool. Have I, we? I'm the writer. He's yeah. the artist. We have a book coming out next year. It will be launched on our, we'll let everyone know about it through our Twitter. Yeah. Uh, the odds pods, at the, at odds, the odds pods, pods. yeah, um, and sign up, guys. Our <laughs> podcast will come out before the book is out to get you all kind of well psyched up and ready for some apocalypse. Yeah, uh, and we're going to launch on Thursdays. Yeah, so uh, check us out wherever you get your your podcasts. We'll be there. Um, subscribe and like, please. Subscribe to the odds pod, and uh, you know if you want to leave us a review, please do. They really help. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Um, and then just uh, give you a taste of season one. Um, we'll have ten episodes going going into season one, um, and and like that, you know, a huge range of guests from from all over the creative industries as yeah, well. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. beyond. We might have some people involved in in uh, in feeding you in one episode as well. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Hopefully not something that they serve in. It won't be. No, no, it won't be a zombie. Or anything. <laughs> yeah, certainly nothing. Nothing they serve in our comic book. Which uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of uh, KFC and a bucket of chicken. But you know, apply that to cannibalism, and um, yeah, yeah, there's there's some some choice panels. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Left me scarred for life. Referencing all this stuff, really, uh, I still get the nightmares. Your search history yeah. must be just toxic. At I'm this definitely stage. on the Google watch list. Yeah. Like I have to be. Yeah, Google, yeah. FBI. <laughs> yeah. All sorts. Oh, man. They can't be good. I'm waiting for them to burst into my windows. Yeah. The Google SWAT team, any minute. Yeah, you know? nice, yeah. nice. And you know what? One of the greatest indulgences I had from from doing all this was that I finally got to write and record some music. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, we got a great sting from yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we got some, we, 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 we put a theme tune together for the, for the podcast. And it appears here. as though Dave can do everything. I, you know what? I wish I could, <laughs> but I can't. I can do two things. <laughs> that's why I said it appears. And maybe a third thing, but <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. But um, yeah, no, it was, it, was, it was cool. I just, you know, I've always wanted to do it. And yeah, we, we, we managed to, to get it away. You know, thank you. Thank you, Kyle, the robot drummer in iTunes. You know? <laughs> he's a hard worker, that guy. He is, man. Yeah. He's everywhere. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Once you hear him, you hear him, you know, you can hear him on other tracks. You know, ah, hey, that's Kyle. Garage band, Kyle. Yeah. We got to give him a shout out. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. It took me about a day to figure out how to sync it. But, you know, yeah, 
it was a bit of a bit of an odd track. Um, well, you think it was it. Kyle on that paperclip to give you a hand. Ah, paperclip. Yeah. 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 Whatever happened to him? He had his own apocalypse, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure plenty of people wanted him to have an apocalypse. So look, guys, that's uh, that's us for now. And uh, check us out next week. We'll be dropping on Thursdays on uh, kind of everywhere you get your podcasts, everywhere and anywhere. Um, so look out for The Odds Pod. Follow us on Twitter on at The Odds Pods, plural. Um, and you can follow Ben on... Benesey, at Benesey on Twitter. Spell that for ben- us, Benesey. It's Hennessy, but would it be? Just like the cognac. It's B-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y. And I'm at Dave Hendrick, um, as it sounds. And uh, you can uh, check out our respective websites. I'm on DaveHendrick.com. Benesey.com. There you go. So look, guys, we are really looking forward to getting this out there and hearing what you think. Yeah, come on. Join us on social media. Tell us your favorite apocalypse. And as we're going through the show, we'll post up various things we're going to do like uh, extras outside the podcast that we, you can you can sign up for and yeah we've got out. some cool ones planned so um, I think that's everything so yeah. yeah so all that remains to be said is that we'll see you at the end of the world see you there guys cheers cheers